I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. What is up, beauties? This is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas, and this is Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. Quite frankly, it's been a month since the last episode because, quite frankly, not much is going on within the Dallas Cowboys, but you know what? We are less than 70 days away from week one, a trip to Tampa, so you know what? Now the excitement is beginning to increase big time. You know what's funny? That today I learned that apparently the Dallas Cowboys got fined, I believe it was $100,000 for quote, OTA violations. Quite frankly, I have no clue what that could be. What, the players not wearing a mask? Or the players not social distancing? I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. If this supposed violation is, uh, is in connection with uh, the whole drama invo- involving um, this whole freaking pandemic, well I, well, I don't know, okay? But for, quote, an OTA violation, I mean, seriously, I don't know what the hell's going on, but apparently the Cowboys got fined, and I guess that's that, and... Some dude on Twitter, I mean, I, I don't know if this is actually a joke or if he's serious, but he, he actually says that this, quote, violation is because apparently Dan Quinn told Jalen Smith that he was, quote, not good enough to be a starter. I mean, I don't know if this dude's joking or if this, this is the truth. I mean, of course, it's argued, well, Jalen Smith is definitely not good enough to be the starter. I mean, I, I don't want to get in, in, deep into that, but you know, at, the, at this point... No, nobody is a starting player for the Cowboys. There's there, there are no starters because when it comes to playing for the Cowboys, starting jobs are earned, not handed. So I stick to my guns when I say this. No, there there are no starting players at the moment. But but as far as that tweet goes, I mean, it it kind of really seems like it's a joke. But I don't know. But you know what? I just had to get that off my chest. The Cowboys were fined a lot of money for OTA violations. I'm like, it kind of seems like the Cowboys get fined for something every season. So, you know what? That doesn't seem to be anything new. So, yeah, there is that. But, yeah, regardless of this drama, yeah, the Cowboys are less than 70 days away from playing the defending Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Of course, it's going to be in Tampa. You know what? If... Defending champs always start out at home on Thursday night football, so that's definitely exciting. Well, later this month, the Cowboys will be going to California to do their um, for training camp, and of course, I did an episode, the last episode of this, I said, well, it's a good thing they're going back to California to get that beautiful California weather, so I'm sure that'll do do them some good and. A lot of things going with the Cowboys this season. We're certainly hoping Mike McCarthy can do a better job. We're hoping Dak Prescott will stay healthy and play better. Hopefully the offensive line stays healthy. Hopefully Ezekiel Elliott does a whole lot better. Comes in the, comes in the season in shape, focused. Lots of things to be hopeful about, but a lot of people really have no hope at all. But for me personally, I'm pretty optimistic about it because you know what? As difficult as it is to be excited for the Dallas Cowboys, well, I still get excited every season because you know what? Even though I know we're not going to win the Super Bowl, at least there's football. Whether it's going to be disappointing or not, in my case, 
there are going to be stories, okay? Stories to write, episodes to record for this show. So you know what? At least I'm going to be kept busy. To be honest, as of late, there really hasn't been anything going bad with the Cowboys, except for the fact that Amari Cooper apparently has been dealing with some injuries that he may not be ready to go until probably a week after training camp starts, so I guess he's out of action for probably at least another month or so. That's definitely worrisome because if Amari Cooper can't make it through the whole training camp being 100%, there's a very good chance he won't make it through the entire season 100%. I mean, there's probably even a good chance he misses a huge amount of time. And that certainly would not be good for the Cowboys now, would it? But then again, there's Michael Gallup and the CeeDee Lamb. And, of course, there's Dalton Schultz. So, of course, there's Blake Jarwin as well. And there's the dude from Stanford, the Cowboys drafted this in this draft. So, so there's still some things to look forward to. There's all the very exciting players. But losing Amari Cooper would certainly be... Well, it would strike a huge blow to the Dallas Cowboys, and we don't need that. So, that being said, whatever goes on with Amari Cooper, let the dude recover. We need him 100%. Let's not rush the process because, you know what? The Cowboys need him. Dak Prescott's going to need all the weapons he can get. Okay, because coming into this season, if Dak Prescott, you know, a healthy offensive line, if everybody else is healthy and he still doesn't do good, I mean, that now the excuses, they... They're not going to work anymore. Prescott got paid, okay, despite the fact that I was not for it. You know what? Like I said, I don't care what I'm told for saying this. Look, Prescott got paid, so you know what? He's all we got, so you know what? Let's hope for the best rather than than being so negative about it. That's all I'm going to do, hope for the best. Now that we're close to the season, I can start putting up some expectations, but I already have. I mean, I expect the defense. I mean, the number one thing is for the defense to actually – Play better, not get burned on every play, tackle, you know, make some stops, force turnovers. I mean, show signs of the old doomsday defense. You know, bring it, bring doomsday defense back to life. But I really doubt that's going to happen this season. But, but of course, other than that, I, I want, we need the offensive line to stay healthy so Dak Prescott can be protected. So, so that being said, a good defense, a good offensive line, which, which could lead to a good passing game and a good running game. So if we have a very good offense and a very good defense, we have a balanced team, and that's what the Dallas Cowboys need. Not surprisingly, the Cowboys are not favored to win the NFC East. Some say, yeah, they sh- they definitely should be favored. In my case, I don't think they should be favored because you know what? I don't know if the- I don't see the Cowboys really having a- having another good season. I mean, if I'm gonna be fair, I think I see them going seven seven and nine to nine and seven. To be honestly, to be to be fair. I mean, if they end up going 13-3, and three, then, you know, of course, I'll be back on my show to say, well, I was wrong. But but realistically speaking, and I hate to say this, but I'm not going to get my hopes up, but I'm not sure if, if the Cowboys can do big things this season. I mean, I'm sure Dak Prescott can put up some respectable numbers, but in my case, I mean, if they're in garbage time, then, and if, if we're not winning, then, then, you know, then what? I mean... Because if we, because again, you know, many have forgotten. If we don't win, then what's the point? Winning matters, okay? Because it seems that the Cowboys—that's what the one thing that they're not doing nowadays. They are not winning games. If we're not winning games, then we're not getting anywhere. And the fact that we're still, you know, in that drought because we haven't won anything since 1996, okay? And it's 2021. That's 25 freaking years. 
plus. That's probably even more than whatever. That's embarrassing because we have not even made it to the. We haven't even made it to the freaking. Like, we haven't even made it to the to the NFC Championship since 1996. Okay. The fact that we can't get past the divisional playoffs, I mean, that is an utter embarrassment. Or in the words of Wiley, a.k.a. the Venomous Stare, it is repugnant. Of course, I can't say it with, a must with, with that frustration he uses in that tone, but in his words, yes. Fraudulent and repugnant. Some might say I'm so negative, you know, not thinking the Cowboys could win the NFC East. Look, I would love them to win it. But if we're being realistic, you know, the fact that we don't know if the offensive line is going to be healthy, we don't even know if the defense is even going to be any good, we don't even know who, we don't even know if Amari Cooper is going to be 100% to go by the time the season starts, okay? So, I mean, if, with all these negatives, if the fact that, that there's so much optimism and we don't know what to expect, you know, because our defense was so horrible last year and, and you know, our offensive line, I mean, sure, Tyron Smith, uh, you know, uh, Lyle Collins, all those guys, I mean, it's good to see that lately they've been doing fine, but you know what? Look, once the season hits, and if two of them go down immediately with injuries that are serious, they're down for they're out for six to eight weeks. Well, there goes the season because Dak Prescott won't be protected well. But lately, there was a story about the center, the Wisconsin guy, Tyler Biadich, the guy that's supposedly you know going to be the you know to take over um, after after the retirement of Travis Frederick. He has actually said he has, he has worked hard and you know because he's hoping you know to be the guy to to, to be take over because he he wants to be a starter. But, and lately, there's been nothing but positivity spoken about him. So if the fact that he's making progress, well, that is very very good to hear. And also the the dude from UCLA, look it up right now. Apparently he he is well. There's been some very positive. Uh, Things to say about him, you know, he's really putting some workload. He's actually in good shape. So, I mean, it's all it's all great to hear. I mean, like I said, you know, at least you know the off season so far, there's been a whole lot more positive stuff than there is anything about uh, anything negative. And of course, Kelvin Joseph, you know, I mean, I've been following the tweets, and you know, there's been so much positive from him. But then again, you know, people say, well, whatever he tweets, how do I know that's it's has anything to do with with his football? I'm like, well, you can see that motivation. Okay, the fact that these players are motivated despite the fact that the Cowboys haven't done shit for so long, you know, at least there's motivation. The same thing goes with Micah Parsons. So, and the player I was talking about is Osa Odegizua, the defensive lineman out of the University of uh, California in Los Angeles. Everything has been going well with them, you know. And of course, you know, and I'm also you know looking forward to you know, I'm looking forward to Micah Parsons and Kelvin Joseph and. And the fact that Kelvin Joseph is just so motivated, you know, from, from the things that he tweets, well, that's definitely exciting to me. The fact that he's motivated, he's focused, that's what the Cowboys need, especially on defense. And especially the fact, you know, taking it further, the fact that the defense, again, in the words of Wiley, a.k.a. the Venomous Stare, repugnant. So the fact that there's motivation, motivation through that as part of the reconstruction process, well, that's good. As far as Dan Quinn goes, you know, I still have my faith in the guy. It seems that things are going quite well, but then again, you know, these are just merely reports because at the end of the day, we have to see how the season progresses. If in week one, Cowboys force three turnovers, sack Tom Brady at least three times, okay, and the offense does a good job, if the Cowboys were to lose 34-24, and again, like three turnovers, Tom Brady sacked at least three times, Dak Prescott has 400 yards, Zeke Elliott has 100 yards, defense makes good tackles and everything, 
even though we don't win the game, at least it was a step in the right direction. But then again, but we didn't get the win, so that's tough. But you know what? We didn't get destroyed. We didn't see any garbage time stats. So there's something. There'll be something t- positive to talk about. Again, like I said, the win is important. But you know what? At least we did something. We did something right. Of course, we didn't do everything right because we didn't win. But like I said, if there's three turnovers, three sacks, Ezekiel Elliott has a good has a good uh, game. The offensive line does its job very well. Dak Prescott makes some good throws, makes some great passes. Everything. You know what? Like I said, that's a step in the right direction. That's a further step in the in the direction. And we can actually be excited, more excited by the next game than we are saying, thinking we're just gonna get our asses kicked. So. Well, it says here, like, uh, the training camp schedule has been released. So let's go ahead and take a look at that, shall we? All right. It's, and I'm going to be honest, I'm kind of jealous. They get to go to the beautiful and sunny Southern California. Okay. Yep. Oxnard, California. So, uh, well, let's <laughs> take a look at the schedule. There we go. Pulling it up right now. Thank you, John Machoda. So, July 20th on Tuesday, the team charter will arrive in Oxnard. There'll be the opening press conference at 10 a.m. the next day. The first practice is actually going to be July 23rd. Huh. Sweet. Let's not forget the Cowboys actually have the Hall of Fame game to play against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, of course, there's, you know, there's the uh, preseason. I'm not sure how that's going to go, but I will be watching it so I can do my studies, you know, examine, and, of course, you know, it's, you know, getting the stuff together because believe it or not preseason is important so because you know it's about who's going to make the team it's about talking about these second stringers and third stringers you know see how good they are to earn a spot on a roster i mean when it comes to the cowboys earning a roster on this team is pretty freaking difficult it can prove to be nearly freaking impossible for some guys so so overall i mean you know, the fact that, you know, it, it's been quick. Things have been going so quick. I mean, I just, I can't believe it's already July. It seems only like yesterday, Mar- it was only March. Seems just like yesterday was only March. And it's a, in fact, it's already July. And, le- and the, the reality is, folks, time is only going to go faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. So in other words, I might just wake up one day and then all of a sudden I have, my black hair is gone. I have gray hair and I'm a freaking senior citizen, for God's sake. <laughs> But, you know, with the fact that we're less than 70 days away and football season's coming soon, so I'm definitely excited. I mean, of course, you know, if, if you guys have been longtime listeners, you, y'all know, you know how critical I am when we see these bad performances. So I'm really hoping that it doesn't happen as much, but I really get the feeling that it's going to be like that. I mean, like I said, I mean, 7-9 and nine to 9-7, nine and seven, I mean, I mean, I'm nice enough to say at least, you know, there's the possibility of going nine and seven, but winning the NFC East, that's gonna prove to be a a long long shot in the dark. So, but but it is possible. But but speakingly saying, you know, the Washington Football Team and the New York Giants, I honestly believe they're probably a few steps ahead of us as far as strength goes. I mean, there has been a defend. You know, we haven't seen a, a team repeat in the NFC East in a long time. So maybe we could say that Washington won't do it, but. But I really have a feeling that the New York Giants will win the NFC East, and the New York Giants are starting to show signs of their old selves, of their old successful form that we saw back in 2011. Well, that wasn't really a dominant form. They went 9-7, and seven, but you know, the way they finished the season, dominating the playoffs, 
Y'all know what I'm saying. So, about 70 days, Cowboys playing the Buccaneers, and then I believe they go to Los Angeles before finally playing at home. So, you know what? I'm going to forget about the past, I'm trying to focus more on the future, and gonna do my going to do my best to be so excited for Cowboys football. Ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see you all next time. How about them Cowboys?